Hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to the second episode of the... We came up with a name. Country Fried Horror Podcast. Heck yeah. So none of the other titles that we were running with uh, worked. And a lot of them were taken. So sorry if we said uh, one of your <laughs> podcast names. We're not trying to steal anybody's uh, uh, name. Yeah, no. Uh, the uh, Country Fried Horror, I think I had an Instagram a couple years ago. I called Kentucky Fried Horror. And I was like, that's a cool idea. But, but we're not from Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah, we're not from Kentucky. We're from but the... we are from the South, so I was like, what about country fried horror? Not that either of us is very country, but you know, yeah. it'll work. It'll we're do. Gonna, we're going to run with that. It'll do. So yeah, so welcome to the second episode of the Country Fried Horror Podcast. We're your hosts, Roby and... Dakota. Yeah, and we are here to talk about the newest movie uh, to drop on Peacock. I think it's the newest movie to drop on Peacock. It dropped on Friday, uh, August 5th. I believe. Yep. Yep. And uh, called They Slash Them. They Slash Them. And yeah. What a wild ride it was. <laughs> what a wild ride, man. What a movie. What a fun one. Yeah. We actually watched it <laughs> last night and mm-hmm. we just rewatched the trailer um, to get a gist of just to try to remember everything that happened yeah. uh, because it was a lot. <laughs> yeah. It was a lot, but also not a lot. Yeah. Because yeah, like, it was one of those movies where I feel like nothing happened but then at the same time i mean a, a well, lot a did. lot happened yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah okay before i you know spoil how i feel about the movie let's talk let's just give them a little premise of what the movie was and yeah. what its intentions were yeah um so this movie they slash them is pretty much about a christian reform camp for people of the lgbt plus LGBTQ plus yes community mm-hmm. which neither of us associate with you know we are both uh, we are straight married couples so you know right off the bat <laughs> we we don't have all, you know but I want to get all my pronouns and stuff right so yeah absolutely well, yeah that's the thing we're we're we are allies you know we 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 stand that's not, we stand we with, stand you know with a but yeah so I just wanted to, but I wanted to get that off uh, you know get that right out there at the beginning yeah so. The movie, uh, it's already, like, scary enough because this, it, these Christian reform camps are already, like, super eerie, like, awful. It's already an awful place to be, right? Yeah, it's terrifying. And then it starts out, the movie starts out with this random lady who we do not know who she is um, getting her tire blown out. She's, no, she's literally listening to a, a scario, a, a scary, scario. a scario, <laughs> it's a scario one, uh, a scary audio book. In her car. Yeah, and, like a true and, like, crime audio. Yeah, book. and yeah. like turns it off because she's like, oh, hell no. Because she's driving through the woods at night. Mm-hmm. It's creepy ambiance. And then her tire blows out. <clears throat> and her immediate reaction is to get out of the car, which I guess you do have to go look at your tire. But she sees that somebody has laid stuff in the road to purposefully pop her tire. And then um, there's this weird scene with a deer that pops out of the woods. And then she gets hacked pretty much to pieces. And I'm sitting here going, lady, drive on your rim. (laughs) In this situation, just drive. (laughs) Yeah, right. Well, I will say, though, you're sure jumping the gun. You were like, let's let's give a little description of the movie, and then you're going into the plot already. I am going into the plot. You're moving right along. Well, I mean, the description (laughs) of the movie... 
pretty much, I think, wrapped yeah. itself up in this is a reform camp. Yes, it's, it's all these you know teenagers in high school that are uh, at this camp to be converted by their parents uh, for one week, which I'm like for one week. Yeah, like yeah, it's, that's interesting. You know, you're gonna change. Apparently, they're all gonna become. Hey, thank God it was only a week. Yeah, right. But they're all gonna not become uh, uh, gay or in some cases trans in one week. It's definitely a. Yeah, like interesting. Kind. You're supposed to change somebody's entire uh, being, right? In, in one week. One week, yeah. Uh, but a little bit of background before we jump right into the the, the plot. Uh, it's directed by John Logan, who and written, directed and written by John Logan, who this was his first movie he ever directed. But the dude's been nominated for three Oscars for writing, which is like, what happened <laughs> with this movie? This movie's extremely messy. For for him to be nominated for three Oscars, yeah, it was a um, <clears throat> it was a messy, messy film. Yeah, it 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 had a lot of potential. It did well, and I, and I, then it yeah. turned into kind of a dumpster fire. But it was an, it was a dumpster fire that I actually had fun watching. For for sure. Well, <laughs> well, and that's the thing, and we'll get into that more later. There was a lot to enjoy. I just it, it lacked one thing, one very important thing, which was the slashing. <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah. There was. I, I, I was telling her after we watched it. I'm like, I felt like we were at least 45 minutes in before anybody else. got Yeah, slashed. for sure. But then, a, and after that person got slashed, we waited another 30 minutes before anyone else got slashed. Yeah. So it's just kind of like I feel like the movie could have been. A lot of the horror resided in how awful these people at the mm-hmm. camp were. I mean, like they had some like awful things happening. Right. Somebody had to shoot a dog. Mm-hmm. If you have to shoot a dog, bro. <laughs> What? Right. But I was telling her yet last night after we watched it, I was like, I feel like this movie could have been good if they, like, it could have been cult status if they had actually done the slashing part. If they had sprinkled that in throughout, I feel like it would have been one. People were like, oh man, like, that movie was bad, but, you know, at least it had fun kills. But it didn't do that. It was just, it, it, I don't know what happened with the writing. Yeah. Where was the writing? Yeah. I mean, the dude was nominated. This man wrote Gladiator, the Russell Crowe movie from 2000. Uh, The Aviator, Leonardo DiCaprio, and freaking Martin Scorsese. Like, he knows what he's doing. He's wrote the, some of the, he wrote Skyfall, Inspector, some of the um, Daniel Craig, James Bond movies. So it's like, and it's like, what to just, to see his filmography, what a random, uh, uh, I, I'm interested to know what connected him to this story, yeah. you know, because it definitely his, his the rest of his filmography doesn't fit. <laughs> you I, know. Have, I have no clue. Maybe he went to a reform. Maybe movie. he did. Yeah, I, I I'm not too familiar with John Logan. Again, this is his first movie he's directed, so it's not like mm-hmm. he's been. Yeah, it's interesting. It's like sure. they were like, we've got this really horrifying idea. Yeah. And then they were like, okay, we don't have to expand on that. We'll just, that's right. going to sell it. Right, yeah. And then they didn't write a good story. Pretty much. Like, it's almost like somebody watched Get Out once, and then they're like, ooh, what if we did a similar thing, but we put it in a, you know, a gay conversion camp, and then nothing else was, you know, it could have been, it could have been better for, for that fear, you know, just of being in a, trying mm-hmm. to be changed, you know. It could have been good, but yeah, they just kind of, uh... The idea of a, a, a slasher camp is, right. you know tales all the time in mm-hmm. you know horror the horror right. realm but they did a good job of like coming up with characters that i felt i was connecting with um we definitely had our like hero mm-hmm. i don't know in jordan and uh i don't know a lot of their names i can yeah that i have the imdb up for this one okay, i don't let know me, let me see i don't know this one as well as i know nope alexandra right, right yeah so in alexandra 
Um, mm-hmm. And then in Veronica's. Yeah. Uh, I like Veronica a lot. Definitely. Um, yeah. So they did good at, like, making me root for certain people. It just fell short, and those people were never actually in danger. No, and no, they weren't. <laughs> like, yeah, right. The movie, I, I told Roby, like, part of the way through the movie, I was like, what I want to happen, this is what I want to happen, is for one of these kids to be the slasher and mm-hmm. just start killing all these all these camp counselors, right. you know, all these camp runners and all that stuff, because right. they're so awful. And then that's what ends up happening, mm-hmm. um, but not in a good way. And I felt, I felt like I was wrong... Um, looking back at it because it didn't have any stakes. I didn't, I wanted those people to die. So I wasn't afraid for anybody, no, you know, right, right. there was never a moment where I felt like one of the kids was threatened by anybody other than the people running the camp. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was that. I mean, yeah. you had like the weird janitor guy who like had cameras in the girl's bathroom mm-hmm. and was like jerking off to all these girls. You had, um. You had, like, the camp leader who was just on a super power trip, um, right. must be obeyed. And then you had the two, you had his weird, creepy wife, who was the therapist, who just... Yeah, she was she was whack. I wish they had expanded on her character, actually, because her character was actually creepy. Yeah, she was, um, yeah. And then the two kind of, like, counselors who are married, or going to be married couple, who were former reformees Mm -hmm. and so it's a man and a woman who came here and were quote-unquote reformed right and it it doesn't it just it's awful like yeah and they are the worst i think yeah for sure yeah (laughs) every time they were on the screen i was like oh god (laughs) right yeah they were they were definitely definitely weird definitely interesting which i guess well with that let's let's just get into the plots um again this they slash them which start we didn't even the big thing big person in the room Kevin Bacon star uh, of the movie which was cool to see him back in a camp slasher setting you know first uh, appearing in the original Friday the Thirteenth yeah. where he gets the arrow mm-hmm. through the neck which is pretty cool so arrow through the neck. <laughs> so to see him back uh, in, in a camp setting was cool but and at first you know he's charming uh, the movie opens like you were saying earlier uh, with the uh, the lady on the way to the camp, and then she is slashed, and then yeah, we jump right into this. What was it, Whistler's Camp? Whistler's Camp. Yeah. Yep. The bus pulls That's up with all the name. kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, yeah. We we learned that was says, his last name. Uh, it says respect, renew, rejoice. Mm-hmm, which is cool, <laughs> right? All about change, and you know, just uh, like where is the respect at all? Right, right. Which so you know, it opens with you know he comes out and he's um, all the kids are standing on the lawn and he comes out to give them the big spiel and you can watch it in the trailer uh, and it's uh, he basically says like we're not here to change you we're just here to you know for you to start loving yourself pretty much just for you to find your true self. Mm-hmm. Which is like, oh, that's like, cool. We know a lot of you guys don't actually want to be here, right? Right. And there are a couple of them that do want to be there. Mm-hmm. Like they um, have convinced themselves, I guess, that they can change. Mm-hmm. And um, it's very sad. It is sad, yeah, yeah. And that's the reality of these places, you know. Uh, and so he goes. He has this whole spiel about we we don't want to change you. We just want you to again find your true self, which is seems interesting you know he's not bible thumping he's not you know doing these things he's just uh yeah, he says something about god and then he's like and that's the last time i'll say anything about the man upstairs yeah and so it's like right off the bat he's it's very it's very manipulative you know yeah. it's, he's just like telling you that you know he's there on their side he's their team but you know 
And then you have Jordan. (laughs) He separates. This is the first time we get to see, like, a real issue. Right. Um, Because he's like, boys on this side, girls on this side. Mm -hmm. And then you've got Jordan stuck in the middle who's like, I don't know where they're going to want me to go because they identify as they, but they are transitioning. Mm -hmm. And Kevin Bacon's character is cool with that because Jordan kind of steps to him and is like, you know, where am I? Where does that put me? You know, like you don't have um, housing for people like me, do you? Mm -hmm. And he's like, no, you know, obviously we need to add that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Obviously he has no intention of doing such a thing. Right. But he allows them to go with the boys. Mm -hmm. Um, And Mm -hmm. uh, that's their choice. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So they feel more comfortable over there. And that's the first time you really get to see, like, okay, well, he handled that. Kevin Bacon's character handled that. Well, I guess, you know, they yeah. kind of let them decide. But Yeah, so far, again, you you, so, you know something's changes. off, right? You know something's off, but it's like, you know, he, he's, again, manipul- he's manipulating, you know, he's a good villain so Fantastic far. Fantastic manipulator. Yeah. So then we go to a the, the group. Uh, uh, therapy where all the teens are sitting around and Kevin's at the center of it which Kevin's name is Owen Whistler but I'm, we're going to keep calling him Kevin. probably Kevin Bacon <laughs> ba- Bacon it's pretty, it's easier but uh, yeah but he's, right. he's sitting in the uh, you know sitting there and he's very he, he has all the kids go around and you know telling different things like you were saying some are just there because you know their parents pr- made a deal with them like if you will go to this camp then you can in, uh, in Jordan's case legally emancipate you know become uh go do your you know go off and uh you know leave leave the nest and be your own adult but in other characters case uh austin Crute's character toby he just wants to go see a show on broadway <laughs> in new york so his parents said if you go to this thing for a week you can go do that and again kevin's charming is like oh really i would bad deal you. buddy yeah bad right. <laughs> bad deal <laughs> right but uh you know kevin's like oh you know i would have taken you more for a uh you know, a different kind of show on Broadway. So he's, again, very good at uh, making them feel safe at mm-hmm. first, you know. So, yeah, so then we go around the room, we meet all the our main characters. Just like, this is a, a flaw with, with a lot of movies, large ensemble movies. There are characters in this movie that say nothing, don't know their yeah, name. Yeah, you just see little glimpses of face, them just right. to show that there are more people at this camp. Yeah, and it's awkward because there's only, like, what, 12 people? Yeah, <laughs> so it's, it's not, not like that many people. Yeah, We're only focusing on... Like, five or six of them. yeah. Right. I cannot wait to get to my favorite part of this movie. <laughs> oh, I'm uh, just chomping at the bit. Yeah. Keep going. Um, so from here, after this, you know, uh, this is when things take 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 a turn very, oh, abruptly um, in this movie. Again, no slashing. Nothing like that. But one of the characters, uh, the one you were saying, Alexandra, um, goes to take a shower. Like, uh, it's, it's a yeah, woman. Yeah, the sun is just coming up yeah it's a it's a woman who's staying in the you know the girls camp so she's she goes to take a shower and then all of a sudden a the um, one of the creepy camp Camp counselors that was was a recent or not recent i guess but a former quote-unquote reformed person who's engaged to a guy barges in (laughs) yeah to the girls bathroom right and there are no curtains there are like the showers are just (laughs) open so yeah. like the door opens up on her bare ass yeah the door much. to the woods like it's just like literally you walk right into to woods bare ass yeah the bare ass uh, <laughs> the one homie bare didn't, ass. the one the dude didn't even need cameras you know he could have just you know just opened the door and there you go you can see everything 
you won. But yeah, and uh, uh, we learn that this character is also trans, as a, a trans um, boy transitioning to a, to a woman who identifies a, a woman. But this is where it gets weird because they uh, kick uh, her out of the girl's cabin and make her stay oh, in the like, boy's cabin. Like, in an irate way. Yeah, like, you, you, like you Kevin Bacon's character, Mr. Us. Chill, is, like, super pissed. He, yeah. like, ta- practically tosses her into the boy's cabin. Right. So, it's just so weird. And uh, Jordan's character is sitting there like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. Like, what about, like, why were you so cool with me? And Kevin Bacon's character is like, you didn't lie to me. Right. Like, don't lie to me. Like, all this kind of stuff. It's just really... it. It was weird. so weird. Yeah. It got turned really fast. Yeah, I mean, this is literally five minutes after his big spiel. This is like ten minutes into the movie. We were supposed to like him, and then all of a sudden we're not. Like, it's so abrupt and so, like, left field. And it's just like, huh? Yeah, like, I could <laughs> yeah. see the creepiness coming maybe more from the woman counselor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Kevin Bacon's character was, <laughs> was like, looking so chill and cool right. two seconds ago. And then all of a sudden he's like raging in yeah. this girl's face and it's like wow my guy well and then that's funny too because like he never tries to be nice again this is the version yeah, of him we get of Kevin for the rest of the movie it's like why even waste this time? is when he turns into the baconator right yeah <laughs> it's like why even waste time in the beginning trying to make him likable just for to make him unlikable five right. minutes later immediately yeah it's just very bizarre uh so from here we just get some some more scenes with with the campers, uh, uh, Jordan, when, when Kevin tells Alexandra to wear clothes, they, Jordan's like, uh, that are more appropriate. Jordan wears a dress, you know, to yeah, show, they like, like swap clothes, swap clothes. Yeah. Just to kind of make, get that point across. So right away we get this tension between the Baconator and Jordan, you yeah, know, because there's a tension of yeah. will and authority here. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got somebody that's standing up to him and he doesn't like it. You know? Right. Cause he definitely has, he obviously fights Jordan, but it's almost on a masculine, a masculine level. More so with Alexander, there's just a problem. Like no. there's just yeah, yeah it's just yeah. a clear dislike. A dislike, yeah, and it's like okay. Uh, so then we there's most of the rest. I think there's uh, just a montage, just a camping montage. Again, not a lot happens in this movie. Mm-hmm. We do, we didn't. We uh, mentioned that there's a great creepy groundskeeper, which you know all great slasher camp horror movies have to have is the creepy grounds person. And uh, see, so, yeah, and I think the next, the big thing, we start to follow Alexandra a little bit more at this point uh she goes to get her estrogen pills because at the beginning they made them give all their phones which they're they're in a zoloft pill bottle right so it's for depression yeah and we haven't discussed this character but there's a nurse named molly yeah who from what we can tell is not as cuckoo for cocoa puffs as the rest of these camp right camp people um and she's like, I don't think I can give these to you. These are a strong, you know, antidepressant. I'm going to have to ask, you know, the boss. And um, Alexandra ain't having it. She's no. like, the truth is they're my estrogen pills. Mm-hmm. I really need, I need these. them. Right. Um, and so Molly sort of lets her have them. She's right. like, just don't tell anybody. Mm-hmm. You know? It's so like, hush hush under the table. She's yeah. kind of an ally. You exactly. Know? She is our ally. She's our the good camp counselor. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, like the one good adult here. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, so... Yeah, so that that's right off the bat. We just some so yeah, we get that we get that voice, and then we go to I believe this is again this movie. There was so much that uh, 
happen, but then the little things in the middle before things hit the fan, there's not much. Because I, I want to say the next big scene was between Jordan and the therapist. The therapist. Yeah, yeah. I think that's true. Just real creepy, real like staring, and it looks like she's staring dead into the camera. So it looks like she's telling you these things, uh, just telling you just what how worthless, and you'll never be good enough. <laughs> and like, you oh know. yeah, like aren't your parents disappointed in you? Yeah, like yada yada yada, and just like this weird explanation for why they became they yeah, him, right? And like saying like. No one's ever going to love you. Just all these absolutely horrible trash things. And then she has the creepiest smile on her face. She does, yeah. And we actually, we did skip a scene. We the, Okay, the most random scene, The they wake up in the middle of the night to creepo gym person, the sports guy, who was also uh, reformed uh, from the camp. Uh, waking them up oh, in the middle yeah. of the night, yeah, totally with forgot I, about totally forgot. This is a pretty, yeah, uh, with this, handcuffs. This is where I thought the movie was going to get really interesting. Yeah, and it just didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing happened with it. Yeah, him. so then, yeah, so he comes in, wakes them up in the middle of the night, and it's like it's time to. <laughs> Sorry for the interruption. Another cameo from our pups, but uh, it basically wakes them up. Yeah, to um, to play a game in the middle of the night. In the middle of the night, <laughs> like he's got the most booming obnoxious voice yeah he's he sucks <laughs> get up yeah, yeah he's like uh he like handcuffs them together and yeah. tells them to take a walk in the woods yeah he, he that's he, it he handcuffs them up in duos and then they just tells him kevin's like all right go go get walking you know go do your thing and i just still don't know why i think it was yeah. just so the ladies could come in and search through all their belongings. pretty much yeah pretty and much find trying to find out who they are so that they can break down their character in therapy. Exactly, right, right, right. It's, I'm already, I'm already, <laughs> I'm so, just so mad. We do get some, you know, character moments. The other characters, uh, uh, they Kim and Veronica, which uh, Veronica is um, well, the character you were talking about really yep. liking. She's, she's, she's our, bisexual. She's our bisexual, yeah, um, representation, yeah. Yep. Uh, and then Kim is, uh, basically was, comes from a, uh, a very posh family. Mm-hmm. And she wanted, basically she said in therapy, she just wants to be able to give her, her parents grandkids. grandkids but, like uh, her sister did. And yeah. she wants to be feel normal. And mm-hmm. nobody at her school knows about, you know, her feelings. Right. And all that. that so. Yeah, that she she's secretly a, a lesbian. But her and Veronica are paired together. And this is where we kind of first... They start to bond a little bit and mm-hmm. start to, you know, talk. So the seed is planted that they might have a budding relationship. Veronica's instantly protective of her. Yeah, definitely. Right. Um, because she sees the creepy janitor looking at her. Yeah, in the right. Beginning and right. she's like, fuck off. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. So, and then you get the other person, uh, Stu, which is the tip- your typical jock. He's the character that wants to be there. You know, he's this, this yeah. jock, macho dude who uh, doesn't like his uh, having gay thoughts. You know, so he's just like, you know, he's a, so he's very, very disrespectful and just, uh, just a jerk. He's he our, acts he's a like he, he acts like he hates every other gay guy that's there. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because, I mean, you know, he's, he's secretly, you know, he, he I, I'm sure it's, it's unfair. Not a right. There. That's true. That's true. But it's, I think he just says he doesn't want to embrace, you know, all oh, these yeah. guys want to, He's know. trying to deny it while everybody mm-hmm. else is like, this is just bullshit. I'm yeah. just here, you know. You know, because my parents made me right. come here. I'm proud of who I am. Mm-hmm. Right. When he's just very, not. So, yeah. So then um, so then we go into the therapy scene where, like you were saying, um, uh, Kevin Bacon's wife, uh, played by Carrie Preston, 
um, whose name was Cora. That was all IMDb information. I did not retain that. She had learned that, you know, uh, Jordan was a Navy Navy brat. And uh, so she uses that to say, I was also, you know, a Navy brat. And I can relate to you. And, and again, the end of it is you're worthless. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, like, by the end of that therapy session, she makes her... She, Awful. she just makes herself very clear that she thinks so little of Jordan. And, yeah. like, all of the people there... And, like, yeah. it's, like, is her is her point to try to get these kids to kill themselves? Like, right. what is she doing? Yeah. It, I don't know. Yeah, it's it, just... It's, it's well, and that's, the, again, that's the messy tone of the movie. It's, like, what's the goal? Like, I don't I, understand. I don't understand. Like, yeah, at what, the end yeah. of the week, are they going to let these kids go? Yeah, I don't... I don't know. I, I still don't understand. I'm with you. Things we'll learn later. I just don't understand the purpose of the camp. Like, there's... I don't n- get it. Yeah, it's very strange. And then we go into the most bizarre Because, like, scene. it's a it's a Christian reform camp, and they don't even have church or anything. No, right. And that's... And Jordan says that. Jordan tells Alexandra it would be weirder if they were... Uh, or it would be less weird if they were Bible-thumping. Yeah. You know, and they... But they weren't. But they were trying... That was the... <laughs> the manipulation part of it right. was like we're not that we're not crazy you're yeah, crazy exactly you know what I mean like what right bizarre I don't know man but then they the, we take the most bizarre twist of the movie and uh, they go back to their camp all in the same bunker at this point for some reason boys and the girls are or you know are all uh, in the same um, same camp whatever what, what's the word what, what is this called the uh, cabin? cabin there you go uh, all in the same cabin and uh Alexander's trying to cheer Jordan up after this brutal therapy session by singing Pink's um, Pretty what, Pretty Please. Yeah, Pretty Pretty But like, <laughs> I thought it was just going to be Alexandra's thing. Just a cute I thought she thing. was just going to be like, you know, cheer up, buddy. Yeah. You know, Pretty Pretty Please. <laughs> yeah. Like all that stuff. Right. And like, yeah. it turns into a full-out Glee cast it musical. Is, it is insane. <laughs> in which Stu was the funniest part. Yeah, the jock, right? all of the other kids start, like, just jumping up, and they're all singing, and there's, all of a sudden, the music behind the song yeah, and cranks up to 11. It they turns rap. into Camp Rock, right. Yeah, it literally turned into Camp Rock. Yeah. And Stu's, like, making all these faces the whole time. He's like, no. Mm-mm. And then, like, the during antagonist. the big, like, climax of the song, he, like, slides through the floor and he starts <laughs> singing, too. And I was like, what is happening yeah, right it now? Didn't, it was, it was this so This is supposed random. to be a slasher horror movie at a gay reform camp. <laughs> what is happening? I know. This it, turned into a musical? Yeah, and just, and it was like, and this, that's one of those scenes that would have made sense later. But again, we're like 30 I think that scene was thing. purely in there to wake us up. Maybe, right. <laughs> it was just like, are you still paying attention? It was so random and just so. And then again, with Stu specifically, we he had just been a jerk. Why did he have this sudden? We we didn't see him struggling like to that. Oh, maybe he's changing his ways. It was just so random and just didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Again, the writing in this movie. Again, the message. You know, you're perfect. This this this. I understood. But well, like, it's, it's a good song. Yeah. It could have been a really cute moment between Alexandra and Jordan. Yeah. But like... Everyone... To, for it to become it just glee, went way too far. It did. It definitely did. Very <laughs> bizarre. Uh, and then we get to see some our, some slashing. We get to see a death. Finally. About 40 minutes into the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we, we go in... Which again, equally random. We go into the, um, the groundskeeper's house. Filled with ventriloquist, ventriloquist dummies. Which was never explained. <laughs> never explained. And not just like one or two. He has like 20, more than that, probably like closer to 50, hanging from the ceiling. They're everywhere. Pictures of them on the walls. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, did I, like, why? What, you know? I think is it, it a contr- like just so he could 
be perceived as creepy. Well, is it a control thing? Is it like was that just part of the tone, like to show you know we're controlling? controlling No one. This character didn't do anything. All he did was stare at the uh, the the one um, stare at the uh, Kim. Stand at stare at Kim. yeah, and then so well, when we enter this room with him, we realize that he has rigged a camera <laughs> yeah. in the girls' shower. Yeah, so we get and some is more... watching them all shower. Yep, some more bare ass shots. Yeah, just being like a nasty pervert. Yeah, just being yeah, just being weird. The just nasty pervert them. that we already knew he was. Right. This... What we didn't know about was his weird ventriloquism thing. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the ventriloquism thing. Yeah, that and, is never explained. Yeah. And then Killer comes in, slams his head into the computer, which was pretty cool. Yeah. I was hoping that this was going to be, the, yes, the twist, the killer twist. Yeah, but it wasn't. <laughs> but he did kill, you know, we got, you know, this dude gets, gets slashed, gets slashed in, uh, into pieces. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God. We moved, we, we, we missed a scene where Jordan goes to, into Kevin Bacon's office. Yeah, and he got some weird shit everywhere. He's a hunter. He yeah. is a hunter. Yeah, he got deer He's heads. He's a real man's man. Yeah, he got a bear in the corner. And a rhino head for some reason. Creepy bear. Meat that bear back. was creepy. And that means this man not only killed a rhino, but he took its head with him to wherever they are. Florida, probably. What did he do with the rest? <laughs> what did he do with the rest? Oh, my God. Yeah. What a, what a guy. <laughs> so Jordan finds some photos in Kevin Bacon's desk of just basically... Brutalized tort- yeah, kids. Brutalized kids. Like, you know, just tortured with, like, electrical... Black eyes. Black eyes, yeah. Chained up. Chained up, yeah. Electrical uh, burn marks and stuff, and... You know, naturally, uh, they freak out, and uh, this is where Molly comes back in, which is the the nurse, the camp nurse mm-hmm. that gave um, gave Alexandra back her pills, her, her, yeah, her estrogen pills. And basically, uh, Jordan is like, "Please, you have to help us. <laughs> you have to help us. You know, we have to get out of here. This, 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 this." But Molly just kind of just not writes it off, but you know, just kind of implies that you know it's going to be okay. This, 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 like. I, I think this and is old photos. Tell <laughs> Jordan, is old photos. be careful because he doesn't like you. Yeah, yeah. Tells Jordan, yeah, yeah. be careful. Um, and then this is where we get really where things start getting especially effety. Again, no <laughs> slashing. Yeah, no slashing. But they decide to uh, split up the camp into men go shoot guns. And women go bake some pies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so and they even say, like, Kevin's character even says something about, we're going to, you know, do some, like, spend a day doing our gender roles. Yep. Or something like that, which was like, ugh. Really? Right. Yeah, that, that's annoying even for non-LGBT, you like, know, cute guys. It's like, come on. I don't know. Yeah. Guys that act like that, I'm like, tell me you have a small penis without telling me you have a small penis. But anyway. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so all of these... Well, they separate them by boys and girls, mm-hmm. you know, yep. which is already like, this is, <laughs> these not, aren't, these aren't the people for that. Okay. No, like, right. stop. Yeah. Yeah. So then, uh, the, the boys go shoot guns to go target practicing. Mm-hmm. And Jordan is a professional, very good, very well, uh, well shot, very good shot hitting all the targets. A whole marks person. Yeah. Everyone else is bad. <laughs> yeah. Everybody <laughs> yeah. else kind of sucks. Yeah. Out. And creepy gym coach dude comes over to, to Jordan and um challenges challenge them. yeah challenges them yeah it says like hey uh if you can hit all the targets then well, what was the bet it was just some some silly little bet whoever can have the best shot i don't remember what the stakes were i don't remember either yeah but uh but anyway jordan 
out shoots, out destroys, you know, Mr. Uh, oh, yeah. Jim, Jim person. And, uh, and yeah. And then Kevin Bacon has Toby. He says something like, there's my killer. Yeah, there's my killer, yeah. And yeah. it's like, I'm looking for a real killer. This, 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 this. And tells Toby to uh, kill the dog. <laughs> yeah, old Duke, who's yeah. been laying out there. <laughs> Who, by the way, looks like a very young dog. Yeah, very young, very happy dog. Kevin says some BS like that he has cancer and all this. And uh, he's it's like, just, "You got to kill the dog. He yeah. can't hardly even walk." Yeah, man, he walked all the way out to that field with them. I, I know, right? Yeah, and basically, he tells Toby, "If you don't shoot him, then creepy Jim Man is gonna break his legs with a sledgehammer." <laughs> yeah, with a sledgehammer. One, he's gonna break his legs one by one. Yeah, until. I guess he dies. I guess like so. He's just going to beat him with a sledgehammer until he right. dies. So sounds poor like, Toby. Right. He's like shaking so hard. The actor did a great job. Oh, yeah. He's like shaking so hard and like sobbing, but he he doesn't want the dog to suffer at the same time. So he like raises the gun up and you're he just can't do it. Yeah. He can't do it. And like Kevin Bacon's character is like in his ear like, shoot him. You know, <laughs> right. blah, blah, blah. Like all this. Yeah, he's just being horrible over the top. You know, he goes from zero to one hundred real fast, and then bam! Jordan shoots. Jordan shoots the dog. Yep, kills just, old Duke. You know, to save Toby from having to do it. In. Yep. And uh, I like Jordan so much for that. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. it sucked for that the dog had died, but right. like Jordan wasn't gonna let one of his buddies have to live with that forever. No, so. definitely not. Yeah, definitely a uh, some tragedy. Also, poor old Duke. R.I.P. Stu, like, okay, so Toby like drops to the ground. He's sobbing. This, this, this is terrible. And Stu and Toby have a thing going on. All of a sudden, you know, which we don't know about. It's not like we've seen like, this. It's just kind of like random. A, it's there. You can. Yeah, it's there, but it, it's not as on the nose, or it's not as it's. Where, what, what was it, with uh, Kim and Veronica, it was obviously their relationship. With Kim and Veronica, being, yeah. it's an obvious relationship that builds over time. Which we'll with get to, you know. Stu and Toby, there are moments that yeah. elude to there are growing feelings here. So Stu, like, runs up and he's, like, holding him from behind and, you know, like, trying to make him feel better. We get the idea that they have feelings for each other. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just want to make that clear. Yeah, it's there. It's just in the background. Right. All right. And later on, we do get confirmation from Toby that they're kind of booed up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which is, again, it's... I remember, this will be yeah. important later it, on. Like, and very there's soon a reason that, that scene. There's a reason that I'm pointing this out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway, so um, uh, Jordan kills old Duke. And the women, now we go over to the to the girl side, who are baking pies. And because they it, need to be domestic. Yeah, it, literally, that's the words. There's I nothing wrong with the domesticity. That lady in the yeah, throat. yeah. The freaking the 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 um the gym teacher's fiance and gym teacher's fiance has been really weird with ever Kim. since <laughs> and ever since she found Alexandra. Yeah, her, her bear. Yeah. yeah, she's just been like real weird and. Uh, she's real weird with Kim. She's real, like, yep. you know, very coming on very to her. Very flirtatious. Very flirtatious. And it's just kind of like, what is going on? So she's commenting on, you know, how good, you know, Kim's pie looks. And Veronica's over there, like, you know, not only maybe a little bit of jealousy there, but also just kind of like some, what do you, you know. She just sees it. She's yeah, like. I can tell you're just being Yeah, being she's mean. like, nah, bro. Yeah. I can, 
I see where this is going. Mm-hmm. So they bake it's like, the pies. It's, it's, it feels <clears throat> like predatory. It does. It, well, and literally that is what it is. So mm-hmm. so the, the pies have been baked and uh, the, the lady, she kicks everybody else out except for Kim. And then she just starts like rubbing on her and, you know, yeah. just over, over the top flirtation. She wants her to lick like the pie off, off her, her fingers. fingers. Yeah. And then yeah. she forces her too. She like she forces does, yeah. her fingers in her mouth. Yeah, and then Kim is obviously like she's pretty much you know assaulting her, and it you know it's just quite yeah. disturbing. And this is a, this is also a character that wanted to change. Yeah, she like, yeah right thought that it was possible for her to change, and mm-hmm. you know it it's just horrible. So it is yeah. So we she catch runs up away. with her. Um, out at a dock. Yeah, smoking some weed. Smoking some marijuana. Yeah, she had this blunt hidden somewhere. I don't and, know where. And Veronica catches up to her and is like, ooh, you know, you were supposed yeah. to leave all your narcotics with them. Right, like, some flirtation. Stuff, you know, some more some flirtation. flirtation, yeah. Some and then she realizes flirtation. that she's crying and she's like, what happened? Right. They have a moment. And then we get a scene in which Veronica is fully eating Kim out. <laughs> yeah, like, literally, yeah, the, this this podcast just went explicit, baby. But, yeah, like, not, I, I mean, because you see this in movies. This movie is, I, I guess it's rated R. Yeah, yeah it is rated R. But uh, it didn't really have to be, because all the blood, it might have been PG-13, actually. Was it PG-13? I, I don't even know if there was a lot of language in it. Yeah, TV mature. I, so I guess that's a loophole. I don't know how that works. It went straight to Peacock. I don't know if we mentioned that. Oh. But, but okay. yeah, so I, it's like Netflix getting away with things. But anyway, but yeah, then it pans down and it's just like straight. Her face <laughs> yeah, between yeah. her thighs. Right, which is just reminiscent of a lot of early 80s yeah. horror movies where it was directed by porn Technically there was actors. no nudity. Yeah, right, right. You couldn't yeah. see anything. No, Her face was covered. Her face, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> but it was just like you and I both were like... <laughs> I was dropped. so surprised. I yeah. was just like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't expect it to go this far, but okay. And then it goes farther in the next scene. In the next scene. It <laughs> was these... Okay. The scene with Veronica and Kim, I could see coming. Yeah, right. It was. It made sense. There was a build-up. It was natural. Right. Yeah. There yeah. was a progression there, and I... I felt it was okay. Like, it was yeah. deserved, right? The next scene. The though. next scene didn't make any sense. Well, first we gotta go. The the Jordan, Alexandra, and Toby are having a conversation. Like, we gotta do something. You know, like, these people are obviously crazy. So their plan is they're gonna I, call the cops or do something. They're gonna, you escape. know, escape. They were gonna escape. Yeah, they were And they were like, we gotta, Toby's like, we gotta tell Stu. And they're well, like, which, Stu? Yeah, yeah. Why would we tell Stu? Right. Stu's been like, he wants to be here. Yeah, he's the job. And Toby's right. like, we're pretty much, you know, fiancés at this yeah, point. Yeah, like, yeah, and we were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that, I, I, did, I don't know. But Toby's got real feelings for <laughs> Stu. Does, yeah. And there's been some alluding that Stu had feelings for maybe, Toby. Maybe in deleted scenes. <laughs> you know, I didn't show off I, those I felt like, maybe you went to the bathroom or something, because I yeah. felt like I saw some stuff in there where it yeah. made sense to me that they were together. Well, I mean, yeah, because, I mean, when they're handcuffed together, Stu's, like, leaning on him. But they it was, like, sleep on each again, other. With, with Veronica and... He makes uh, the funny, quippy little joke about, because Stu looks, at, looks when he, like, wakes up with his head on, oh, on yeah, Toby's shoulder. Funny. Yeah, He, like, looks at him, like, you know, ew, gross. And Toby's <laughs> like... Too late. I'm already pregnant. <laughs> yeah, that, that was funny. That was funny. Yeah. So, but then we we get to a uh, quick shot to uh, to Toby. Stu. To no, Stu, uh, Stu. Yeah. Stu. swimming, swimming you know? in the lake, yeah. which is like Camp Crystal Lake. Okay, is yeah. the dirtiest palm water. I've I, mean, ever I seen. love. I do love those kind of shots where it's above the water as we watch the person swim across the screen. And Very he's Jennifer's like, body. he's an athlete. He's, he's an athlete. Yeah, it makes sense. And then um, he like stands up in the water and he looks over. 
and there's another character there who has really had no lines in the movie. We and we haven't mentioned we haven't talked we haven't about even mentioned this character Gabriel. Gabriel. Yeah, which is, is it's, it's a gay man. You know, it's a, yeah. A funny name. Uh huh. We should have known that something was going on with this character because Gabriel. Like the angel Gabriel, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. Anyway, he looks up and there's this little like scare because Gabriel's standing there at the edge of the water, and uh, he's also got this weird accent that I could not yeah out and... for the life of me. I was like, is he Swedish? <laughs> like, what is he? Well, his real name is Darwin. Uh, I'm gonna butcher this. Uh, Del F- uh, Fabro, which I, I know that was the whitest pronunciation, but his <laughs> name. I mean, it's it. You know, it's definitely maybe Italian. You know. Uh, I'm sure there's people listening to this that are like, yeah, wow. Uh, but yeah, so the accent. But you know, we might thought we might have thought Toby and Stu were a random couple, but this is even more random. Like we, the, Gabriel and Stu He's hadn't like, interacted. Would you like to be alone? And Stu's like, no, right. And he swims out, and they just start hardcore making making out. out yeah and it's like okay like <laughs> like making out like breathlessly making out right and these characters have had nothing to do with each other they the haven't talked movie. one time yeah and, um, and again we just so it's got, just a hookup and we just saw the scene where Stu said him and or uh toby, toby said, said him and Stu were, and Stu were fiance <laughs> right um so i'm thinking poor toby <laughs> yeah right it's like I, literally it's the next scene it's like mm-hmm. what the freak yeah so they uh so Gabe, they start making out. Gabriel uh, says something about um, uh, not here, and then they go to which I was like, "You just two seconds ago swam all the way out into that mud water, yeah, started making out with his man, and then you're gonna say, but let's not have sex here.' Right? Why so, did you come out in this water? Why didn't you say, "Hey, get out of that water"? Yeah, <laughs> come over here. right, right, exactly, right. You, and, Why'd you have to get wet for this? Exactly, it's pointless. Anyway, yeah. I don't so know. then we they they end up going to this uh, shed. Where we had seen it earlier, after Jordan tells Molly, when they found <clears> the photos, Molly fi- ends up going into the same shed. All the windows are boarded up. It's real creepy for no reason. And at There's the, like weird chains. Yeah, and... like and at the end of the shed is like a, a door with a padlock on it. And then um, Mrs. Whistle <laughs> comes in. <laughs> the and, Whistler. Yeah, the Whistler uh, comes in and, you know, basically is like, what are you doing here, blah, blah. Anyway, she blows the whistle on Yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> I'll stop. I'll take myself out. So this is where Gabriel takes uh, Stu. <laughs> Which I didn't realize at first. Because if I had realized that yeah. at first, I'd have been like, oh, wow. Weird, yeah. Well, all the windows. And you're right. In the moment, because this happens like 20 minutes later maybe, right. so you don't think about it. But this is the same place. But Stu, or Gabriel, uh, <laughs> drops <laughs> undies. <laughs> drops drawers. And it's just standing there. And this is right. This is right after the other scene on the pier the the uh, the carpet uh, session on the pier and um <laughs> and just drops chat trow and uh Stu does the same and they proceed to uh, hook up standing up which yeah. is just like random it was <laughs> just, so random it was so random and just like again I, I and i think it's just one of those things like I was like, why didn't we get this scene with Toby? <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. If we were going to have the scene, why not with the person that we've been alluding that this person likes? Right, for sure, time? right. These it's, guys have had nothing to do with each nothing other. Nothing to do with each other. Was, the entire yeah. movie. And, and I understand, again, when you're, these kind of movies, I mean, we, in Friday the 13th, every camp movie, slasher ever, there's, you know, there's sex scenes. So the Random sex part. That's is, not the problem. No, it's just the it's the so problem random. is that you're alluding to a relationship between Stu and Toby. Yeah, right. And then we end up getting a sex scene 
between Stu and Gabriel. Yeah, it's completely and like, And it's completely okay. random. These people haven't even looked at each other the entire movie. Literally. They haven't had shared any words. And so then, it's interesting because the next scene is just Gabriel staring down at uh, Stu asleep. Stu. So we, you had asked, oh, was it a dream? Was Gabriel, was that I was like, oh, was, was Gabriel set? dreaming this? Right. And then you see Stu laying there mm-hmm. asleep. And I'm like, oh, no, this is after right. the hookup. Yeah. And he's staring at him creepily, and I'm thinking, oh, well, Gabriel's a sn- Gabriel's an arc. Gabriel's yeah. something, yeah. you know. Yeah, that was it, weird. It's creepy. And and, and, and then it, it is. It is truly, uh, he is truly an arc, because uh, Baconator and Creepy Gym Coach come in to, uh, to have some fun with Stu. And we learn that Gabriel... That sounded... That sounded like they raped him. Even worse. That's not what we mean, yeah. But uh, even... Um, it, it goes even... Um, oops, sorry. It's dark. It's dark, yeah. And then they, they take Stu to the back room. And we learn that Gabriel is related to... or he's I'm basically assuming. He's one of them. He's one of them, yeah. And basically, he is the pawn. He's the one that... Uh, he just does this every week, I guess. The forbidden fruit is literally the word that... They said. He they uses. said he's yeah. our forbidden fruit. Yeah. And they just tempt people... These people, they tempt these guys with with him. Mm -hmm. He, like, offers them sex, and if they take it, then they know that they've got to go into, like, some hardcore reforming. Right. You know? Oh, it's just awful. So they go into the padlocked room, and that's exactly what happens. Yeah, they strap these wires hooked up to a car battery onto Stu's chest, and then they have this big projector screen with pictures of, you know models Mm -hmm. female models and male models Mm -hmm. and they want him to stare at he has to look at it well at any time a a man is on the screen that he gets zapped to shit which is every other photo yeah (laughs) right and like he has no control over it switching photos exactly yeah that's not yeah it's all it's not even like he's looking any harder Mm. they're just trying to get it through his head this is bad. Yeah. And Kevin mentions, I mean, this camp, there's a photo we see earlier, and I think it's even at the very beginning of the movie, is, I mean, the, the Bacon Bacon's family has been uh, doing this forever. They've had this camp, and they've been doing this for years and yeah, years. Yeah, since they were in, like, some pilgrim clothes. Yeah, and if he mentions, he mentions that uh, if, my, if my grandpa had anything to do with this, you'd be on the lobotomy table. And it's like, oh my god. Like, yeah, it's super dark. It's very it's dark. It's so unsettling. It is, yeah. And they, they basically just, they don't kill it's him. It's unsettling in the way that, like, I bet it's real. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Well, it definitely is. Especially, I mean, that was a thing back in the day. It's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Man. Yeah. For, it, like, really, that scene really unsettled me. Yeah, it's creepy. And then to have, you know, Jim Bro, you know, and Gabriel standing there just watching, that's a really and, creepy And, like, watching shot. the smiles on their face. Exactly. Yeah, that's probably the creepy shot. And that's why we, I, I said this then, too. It's like, why is it okay if Gabriel does this? I mean, Gabriel's getting... Gabriel's getting his ass tapped once a week, you know, at this camp. That's okay. It's kind of, it's just... So they're okay with with Gabriel doing it for the cause. (laughs) Right. But they don't want boys to like boys. I don't don't know. It's such false logic. It Um, is. It doesn't make any sense. And that could be a double standards. Who knows? A lot of, you know, very, very weird. There was a lot of things within the movie that I was like... Maybe there is something being said here that I'm not understanding. Right, right. Um, And I'm just going to have to accept that I don't understand. For sure. Um, Or it could have just been bad writing. (laughs) Well, you know, according to IMDb's 3.3, I'd assume it's probably a a broader... (laughs) Well, the movie was kind of trash. Yeah, it wasn't great. (laughs) But, Um, yeah, it was... 
So anyway, they have to... So Stu and... Uh, what are we calling the other guy? Toby? Camp counselor. Creepy uh, camp counselor. Oh, Jim. Drag... Oh, yeah. What did I just say? You said Stu and... Oh, creepy. no, no, no. Yeah. Gabriel. Kevin, Kevin's character and the creepy camp counselor drag Stu lifelessly into mm-hmm. Molly's office mm-hmm. so that she can kind of like... Make sure he stabilizes because yep. he's been shocked all shit and his heart's having problems. I yeah. guess. And Molly's like, "I quit. Like, yeah, I'm done. I'm taking this kid to the emergency room and I'm calling the police. Mm-hmm. You know, like that. You're going way too far." Um, and Stu, not Stu, uh, Kevin Bacon's <laughs> character reveals that he's like on the board of commissioners or yeah, like something. Board of crazy. Commerce. And he's all like. That. He's like, he's in this town, love me. Yeah. You know, he's in this bodunk little town where they think this is a good thing or mm-hmm. something. Um, in other words, he's saying, you're fired, actually. Uh, get this kid stabilized, and tomorrow I don't want to see you anymore. Right. And there's nothing you can do about what I'm doing to these kids here. Yeah. Yeah. Because nobody's going to take your side, mm-hmm. which is like, ooh. And then Toby's here. Toby shows up, and it's at Stu's side. <clears throat> so, it's, again, it's one of those things that's like, it... it with what they're doing is so has nothing to do with the slasher. Toby right. runs in later. Oh, does he? Yeah. Oh, never mind. I take that back. I don't remember when he runs in then. When, uh... Um, after the shit hits the fan. Oh, okay, okay. Which is what we see next. So from here, uh, after you know this happens, all of a sudden this is when the real the real fun begins. An hour and twenty minutes into this movie, whenever that, <laughs> however that is, and uh, we start getting some deaths, and we see Jimbro and and. Uh, Pie lady. Yeah, Miss, like, little Pollyanna or whatever yeah, her name is. are laying in bed, and t- to turn each They're other on... They're only in their underwear. <laughs> yeah. And the door's wide open. Yeah, which is so weird. And all the lights are on. To so turn each other on, she has a picture of Kim. Yeah. The girl who she'd shoved the pie in her face. No, he has the picture of Kim, and he's showing her those Right, photos. okay. Yeah. And then she has a picture of Stu. Yep. And this is these are both pictures of them in, like, swimsuits or something like right. that. Right. So you can see their bodies and stuff. And this is how they're turning each other on, so that <laughs> yeah. they can get off. So, reformed my ass. They ain't reformed. Yeah, they're, like, preying on kids. Yeah. Ugh. And then, again, this is bizarre, too, because Stu gets on top of her. And still in his underwear. We're and still just, saying Stu. What a stupid <laughs> name. Stu has become everybody's name. His name is Zane. We, I've been calling him Jimbro this whole podcast, but now I see his name is Zane and her name is Sarah. Zane gets on top of Sarah and just kind of grinds while They're looking, like dry humping yeah. while staring at pictures of these kids. Yeah, it's, yeah and I didn't even think of that part. They're kids. Like, they are kids. It's a even deeper creep level. Uh, and then the killer comes in and slashes them both. Which I was like, thank. Yeah. Thank the good lord. But it, at the same time, it's like, man, off screen. Like, we see the blood hit the fan. Or yeah, hit the wall. We only like, hear them, like, screaming. Yeah, and it's like... No, stop, please! Right, and it's just kind of like, why, man? Like, you're making these yeah, horrible characters. Yeah, I want to see We, we want to see it. This would have made this movie better. And then um, they go... Gabriel is in the water, swimming in the lake with his little tube in the middle of the night for some reason. And then he gets uh, he gets got to. He gets slashed. Mm-hmm. Yep. Too. Well, he finds the dead body of the uh, of the janitor guy. The first kill. Gabriel does. Yeah. He floats up beside. Oh, him you're right. Yep. You're right. You're right. You're right. And he like freaks out, mm-hmm. and then um, then he gets got as well. <laughs> yeah. Which is yeah. like peace out, Gabriel. Mm-hmm. So then Jordan and Alexandra, I believe. No, no, no. It's Jordan. And this is all like this all happened very fast. Yeah. 
So, like, oh, yeah. the whole movie, we've gone without any slashes. No. And then, bam, 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 bam. Three deaths in a row. Right, right there. And then we jump to Veronica and Kim going to get a midnight snack. Go to the kitchen where all the bodies are. And we'll find all the bodies that have died. So, Zane. Um, yeah, they're, like, uh, yeah, all propped the, up. Right. All four of our deaths. The only uh, person unaccounted for is the lady who was killed in the beginning, which we still don't know who that is. I started to speculate that maybe this was one of the campers' moms. Mm-hmm. And it is one of the campers. Because all the campers are... There's no stakes for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, literally just the camp members. So I'm like, it's got to be a camp person, probably. But, yeah. yeah. We didn't know who the heck she was. No, we didn't. I was thinking, what was that beginning scene? I don't yeah. understand why that uh-huh, person right, died. Right, right. Uh, so then we, uh, uh, you know, shit hits the fan. Kevin is like, well, we got to, you know, get guns. We got to protect ourselves. This, 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 this. Doesn't give guns to any of the kids. Molly comes out saying, like, hey... Let me get the bus and we'll we'll get out of here. But then um, Mrs. Mrs. Will, uh, Mrs. Whistle, Cora, she goes to um, get the guns and is also got off screen, mm-hmm. yeah. off completely off screen. Yeah, all of the kills are off screen. Everything. And again, and aside from the janitor getting his face smashed into the computer, yeah, right, which was the coolest part with the ventriloquist dummies watching him from. But there above. was like I don't think there was any blood in that scene Mm-mm. or anything. I don't think they had a kill budget. <laughs> no, yeah, right. Which, again, it, this movie was produced by Bloomhouse, you know, and it was on Peacock. So it's like, they ha- why? Why were they not given any money? Like, Kevin Bacon was an executive producer, so I'm just kind of like, what? Again, I, that's why it's, can, I don't know who it was for, you know, who this movie yeah. was, you know. Uh, so then Kevin is the last standing, Kevin and Molly are the last standing camp uh, counselors, and they go into the office, and Molly is revealed to be the killer the killer yep which molly reveals that uh she was one of the camp students back in the day and she is the one who killed the real molly and they did the shock therapy on her yep she did they did this uh shock therapy on her and that's who was killed at the beginning was the real molly and then her name was angela in real life which was uh ode an ode to, to sleepaway, sleepaway camp, camp. <laughs> the og uh summer camp slasher yeah with a interesting twist that I will not spoil if you have not seen Superboy Camp you should what a great it is what a, a, great a much better camp movie with potential LGBT themes yeah maybe <laughs> anyway but then yeah she's revealed and, and uh, Jordan comes in with a gun and Molly is trying to convince them to take out take him out take bacon out and Jordan refuses is like no I'm not doing that. Get this, that this, bacon this. up. Yeah, get, get the, <laughs> uh, Jordan is like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna leave, and this is this, this, because I'm, I'm better than that. I'm not a killer, you know. And uh, Molly throws Kevin right into the rhino's horn, and officially he's dead. Kevin Bacon has Thank died. Thank goodness. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> yeah, this dude. Good riddance. I know. You annoying son of a bitch. Yep. And uh, at this point, Jordan has every opportunity to take Molly out, but chooses not to. Then the cops come in while Molly, or by, while while Jordan just walks out, <laughs> walks out of the yeah, camp, I'm thinking past all the cops. They would definitely question, <laughs> yeah. question them. Yeah. Like they'd be like, "Hey, stop there! Yeah, put your hands up." You know, they just do that to people, right? And then even more confusing, Molly gets arrested. So Molly's whole plan, which was basically to go take out all, all of the these, gay conversion camps. Yeah. It, I, I guess whatever Jordan said really spoke to spoke to her. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and then that's the end of the movie. 
The grizzly bears in the background are our dogs, by the way. Yeah, they're freaking fighting back. They're wrestling in the other room. Uh, which is fitting because it's summer camp and beasts in the movies. And kind of about bears hunting. In the woods. And yep. there was that creepy bear in the shadow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then we get a, one more shot of Stu with, um, or uh, Stu getting put into the ambulance. With Toby. With Toby. And Toby's like by his side. Yep. Yeah. So again, he's I, got a thing for Stu. Yeah. And Stu looks at him and smiles and like holds his hand. Like he didn't just have a sex with Gabriel. Sex, sex with Gabriel. And that is never revealed to Toby. Never revealed. That, yeah. And that's just, and then the movie ends. Yeah. It's like all the kids are like, hey, so what are you guys going to do now? Yep. And Jordan's like, I'm going to get emancipated. Mm-hmm. And. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, and then uh, Veronica and Kim are going to start a relationship. And yeah. Kim, you know, is like, we'll tell my parents together. And that's a lot of pressure. Veronica's I was like, wow, that's a lot of pressure for somebody you <laughs> yeah. just hooked up with. Yeah. You just met this person yeah. literally days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it and hasn't even been a full week at this game. <laughs> I don't even think. Right, it hasn't even been a day. That, that had to have been three days top. Yeah, right. And then Alex. will tell my parents that I'm not gay. Right. <laughs> or that I am gay. And I'm going to be in a relationship with you. Right. Together. Yeah. It's like, okay. Um, a lot of responsibility on uh, Veronica. And then, uh, who, who knows about all the other camp members? They were just there. Did, were, are they good? Do they, you know, have struggles, troubles? they have a good time? Like, you know? Did they survive? I don't know. Right. We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's they slash them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what's, um, I still, big, my biggest takeaway from the movie was what's with the puppets? What's with the puppets? I would love to know what the ventriloquist obsession was. That had to be something that, you know, because this man has written Oscar winning, not Oscar winning, Oscar nominated scripts. I, he had to have put that in there for a reason. I don't, I really, maybe you know? it was his Easter egg for what his next movie's going to be. <laughs> maybe, right? Yeah, and it's the creepy ventriloquist too. It's not just like normal little puppets. It's mm-hmm. the creepy ones. What's that movie, uh, The Silent? Dead Silence. Dead yeah, Silence. Wine, it, there yeah. was those kind of puppets. Yeah, like real weird. Like, maybe it was an ode to Dead Silence. Maybe, maybe. We Hey, we will never know because he's dead. Because so. they also have a scene where uh, they talk about Camp Crystal Lake for a minute. They on do. The lake, yeah. You know? They're like, this. I keep waiting for Jason Voorhees to pop out. Which was lake. weird too because, yeah. That, Veronica goes, who? Yeah, like who's Jason Voorhees? And then for some reason that makes Kim want to, to kiss her. And I was just like. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, she was on weed. I was, she was skipping she, time. <laughs> yeah, right, right. She probably didn't even hear that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so what, what, uh, I guess overall, what, what what would you give this movie? What, what's your rating for this so, one? This rating is hard because it was it was a terrible movie. <laughs> but I I did enjoy watching it. I think yeah, there's yeah. something about like a, a teen camp movie. Right, That's just sure. enjoyable. It is, yeah. Um. But as far as movies go, out of five stars, I'm going to give it mm, maybe two. Two mm-hmm. is generous. I was thinking two as well. Because two, if there was more killing, if there was more slashing. Two ventriloquist two dummies. That's what I'm giving this. Yeah, yeah that's fair. I, I'm giving it two ventriloquist dummies as well. Um, which is... I, I think, like you said, I think that's, it's generous, but it was, it was fun. I think, like, seeing a three is, like, that's rough. Because I feel like there was a lot, it wasn't, I've seen worse. Yeah, but that's out of ten. We're rating out of five. Oh, no, no, I know. I'm just saying, like, that, to me, that's, like, really low. I mean, that's, like, I feel it's, like. I, it's like the birds. <laughs> right. Like, that's my thing. I'm, like, I feel like it seems it harsh. It deserved a, I think out of ten, I think it deserved, like, 
a five. five. I think so too. Yeah, five point five maybe. Or four point five. Which is why two two works. Yeah, yeah, because it, it it had a lot that it, that could have worked. Yeah. I think again, if they had had I the hate slashes, it when I find a movie that I see the potential in, and then exactly. it just falls way short of that. Right, right. If there was, I'm telling you, if there was more killings, I think a lot more people would be talking about it. It was funny though, man. I gotta say, when they broke out into the song, I'm gonna be thinking about that for a long for time. For sure. Every time I hear freaking Pink from now on, I'm gonna think of that scene. I I think people should watch just for that scene. For sure, right? Like, but you gotta watch the whole movie to enjoy that scene you because do. you gotta you gotta realize how offbeat it is. Yeah, <laughs> uh, right. It's so random and just so yeah. And even Kevin Bacon's random just change. You know? Oh yeah. His why, like, his absolute personality there was no transfer point. they like, should I mean, not they should have just had him a jerk from the beginning it would have made more sense it was like he had a split personality all of a sudden it did which the poster does allude to that i mean in the poster he's literally split down the middle like there's a slash through mm-hmm. his face so maybe he does that was just maybe that's another maybe thing that's they deleted what they intended <laughs> right i don't know i don't know either but yeah i'm with you i think two out of five is fair ventriloquist dumbs dummies puppets um could have been better. Could have been a cult one. Could have been like Sleepaway Camp, one that people are like, yeah, if it had more killings. Mm-hmm. But I think it will unfortunately And Sleepaway not. Camp is not a perfect movie. No, It's just no. an enjoyable, older movie. Yeah. It's exactly what we wanted this to be. You know, it's mm-hmm. bad. It's so bad. It's fun. You know, it's just, it's, it's an interesting one. And then, but that movie has that twist. You just can't. Oh, yeah. yeah you can't beat that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. It's bizarre. Bizarre t- stuff. But yeah, so that was our review of They Slash Them. Yeah, they slash them. <laughs> yeah, go watch it on Peacock if if you want to. If not, that's fine too. But if you like this podcast, give us give us a a rating on Apple Apple where you're probably listening to this. And uh, oh, go follow us on Instagram, Country Fried Horror, and then let us know. DM us. Let us know on uh, our posts what you would want us to see. What you, you thought make of the us movie? On Instagram? Not yet, but I'm going to. Hopefully, but... that username's not taken. Didn't think of that, did you? No, I didn't, but I'm still <laughs> going to keep this in there because I'm putting it out there. I'm putting it out there <laughs> into the, the universe. universe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and so let us know what you thought of the movie and what other movies you think we should review. I think the next time we do a podcast, we may talk about Halloween Horror Nights because it's coming up very soon. We've got some IP announcements finally. Mm-hmm. Finally. Oh, good God. And, uh,. <laughs> We're both so excited to go. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, we may talk about some previous few years as well and what we hope to see for this year. Yes. Uh, so if you're a Horror Nights person, tune in for that. Yeah, tune in. Yeah, yeah. Again, this is not only just a horror movie podcast. This is a horror lifestyle podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, that's it for They Slash Them yeah. and this episode of Country Fried Horror. Yeah, we will see you next time. Toodles. Toodles.